Hello, hello. Welcome to WKNC 88.1 HD1 Raleigh. This is your radio bard here with a special interviewer, uh, a punk rock legend, if you will. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> From bands such as Bomb the Music Industry, The Arrogant Sons of Bitches, we can say that, and many, many others, we have Jeff Rosenstein. Hi, Adrian. Hello, hello. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Hanging doing out. Good, doing good. It's nice out. It's kind of cooled off a little bit. That's nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it has been crazy, crazy hot in the triangle recently. So this has been a good change of weather. Yeah. Yeah, it's been hot this whole tour. I, and I just moved. So California just kind of stays the same the whole time. And I'm just yeah. like, what's this weather? I don't understand any of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. So uh, I wanted to talk about your new album. Cool. Mode. Oh, yeah. Uh, the station's been loving it. Nice. Uh, we've got a bunch of songs on there. Ah, um, thanks for playing them. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to know kind of uh, how you decided to approach this album in specific. It seems to be a lot more introspective in a way, lyrically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of wanted to know how you decided to tackle the lyricism on the album. I'm not really sure. I mean, like, I a lot of these songs, it, it was just kind of like, there. It was building over the course, the course of years, you know, and little like f- lyric fragments and stuff like that, uh, and just you know, just kind of try to bounce back and forth between how a bunch of, you know, a bunch of personal stuff was feeling, um, but also like moving across the country, like big things, like moving across the country. Um, big things are just like i don't know like not like not necessarily the pandemic itself but just the feeling of 2020 um especially in california with like wildfire season just being nuts and like you know kind of being being stuck on the other side of the country away from my home for like my whole life and like the place that i live is like burning down uh and not literally, not my house, yeah. but like the city, like the city I live in is on fire. And like, I have a lot of friends who were like in the Bay or just like, Oh man, we might have to evacuate, uh, and just feeling very intense. And like, uh, you know, and of course, like kind of like the, the riots and uprisings and protests and like anti like police brutality stuff. And just kind of seeing like where that had taken us years later, which is that just like police have more funding and it's like, nobody was listened to. And just like a very, bleak kind of vibe and just kind of like trying to think about all that stuff but not in terms of like explaining what's happening but just yeah. like how what like the piling on of all these things like how it how it makes a person feel you know whether it leaves space for for joy and like how to like have that joy and try and like find the balance of all those things and not necessarily like writing lyrics because i'm like i want to explain how to find the balance or anything like that but just like it was a lot of like searching within for a while and then eventually like taking those like lyric fragments and like going away for like a week to demo all the songs and just like really digging through and just trying to be like what what am i feeling what was i feeling let's write this out just like trying to go through like the catharsis of like how like like just processing like a you know just a challenging time uh you know a challenging time like a a challenging time that one we all shared in in uh, in one regard but then a lot of other ways like just like very specific stuff that i was going through like good and bad that just trying to like you know figure out what's it all mean man you know (laughs) no it's 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 really interesting uh tackling the lyrics that way um 
Thanks. I, I there were so there were a lot of things. There were a lot of things that I noticed uh, carried on from No Dream, like um, your sort of like disapproval of a lot of things going on, especially with what happened with COVID. Um, and I think the the way that you have. Like you said, not necessarily explaining what's going on, but explaining how you feel about it. Yeah. Uh, really adds to the relatability of your music. Like. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Like we don't need it explained to us. <laughs> yeah, we all we all know what's yeah. up. I mean, it's as clear as day at this point. All these things. I don't yeah. know. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's not like an intent. I, I, it's weird. Well, it's not weird. It's just like none of it's like intentional. I'm just. Just trying to figure out, just trying to deal with some stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think I think that's what a lot of listeners appreciate is c- not coming off as some, some profit. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a great brand I'm <laughs> building. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. all part of my scheme. No phase two is next. <laughs> no one's catching on yet. Yeah. The profit phase will be coming. Yeah, profit phase is coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, there are a couple lyrics that to me stood out that I kind of want to get a little bit more um, insight on from, sure. from the mouth. Yeah, man, let's uh, do it. Like in the song uh, The Future is Dumb, uh, a, uh, a lyric that I think a lot of us, especially around the triangle with uh, a lot that's been going on, a lot of violence, a lot of tragedies have been going on in the triangle recently. The lyric of it's weird that we've become numb to it. We've grown accustomed to the fear. Yeah. Um, I, I think is very direct. Um, yeah. And I just wanted to know sort of what you think about that. What has kind of drawn you to talk about that in your music? Well, I, th- I mean, it's just kind of it's something that eats at me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh I mean, I think about there. There was a shooting today, right at yeah. UNC. It was, and in, it's just yeah. like I know because Mike saw somebody say it on Twitter, and like mm-hmm. that was kind of it. It's got to the point where there, where like school shootings are so pervasive, and shootings and mass murders are so pervasive that like we are we're just like okay, another one happened because they make us feel powerless to stop it because nobody in charge will do anything. Yeah. Um, and they'll like take their pic. They'll have a photo op and they'll like whatever but like no like meaningful change is happening um and it just kind of beats you down and that's just like one example of it it's like the 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 wildfires are another another example of it like climate change another example of it Mm -hmm. police brutality another example of it is just like these things that are like we we know it's terrible we know it's this big thing but like they just it, it, it becomes so much that at a certain point you're just like it's just like wallpaper you know and it's like and it, which is just like so like it's tragic but also it's just weird it's weird yeah. that like we're we're in a space where like you see enough videos of like the police like brutally attacking people of color or like brutally attacking a crowd um that it just like it registers as another thing where like every single one of those things should be like, let's get in the streets now and stop this. And like, you know, I don't know. So yeah. that, that's kind of, you know, that line. Yeah. And you, you talked about, you talked about going into the streets and sort of the, the danger that comes in that with uh, your song head. If I'm, yeah. if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also sort of like how, annoying it is to have to bring this up all the time and just sort of be met with a blank stare no response uh it it, that it's definitely 
a very important message in your new album. I feel that wasn't those were a bunch of other uh, lyrics that I had taken note of, like uh, a graveyard for the things that need to die. Yeah. Um, talking about how there's just no talking to people deceived by fascists. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's really important and kind of sad to sure to have all these issues and yeah. know in a way the response you're going to get talking about it. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's it's weirdly it's a weirdly sad time to be alive because like uh, especially like the, the the line you're talking about and I want to be wrong that there's no talking to people deceived by fascists it's like they've been deceived like it's just people who like people are brainwashed against like the interests of of humanity uh, and it's a you know it's a difficult thing to see and to like scream about and to like you know have like gathered in the streets or whatever and like you know you vote but like you know you you, you feel demoralized because you're generally voting for people who don't actually represent you it's just like the closest thing you could get and it's still like all kind of evil um also i want to clarify like i don't feel like i am any sort of political expert or like that i have like any kind of like I feel stupid when I talk about these things I, I know yeah. that I need more knowledge I need to know a lot more like I'm, if I'm be running off my mouth and stuff but like uh, I don't know it's just like it, it, it it's how it it's how it feels and it, it's sad it, it, it was like yeah. it's sad that it happens it's sad that nothing's done about it it's sad that things like I don't know police like kettling in protesters on like bridges in Manhattan yeah. so they could be out past curfews so they could like beat people up is like how does that wow. happen and like <laughs> no but and like the video goes up and it's just like all right well there's there's just another video that's bad like yeah. how does that happen and like things don't change it's yeah. just like and I mean the answer is that the people in power they're all you know they're all it, uh, it benefits all the people in power so you know it's it's turned into kind of an, an issue of the week. Yeah. Uh, for 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 all of our like, weeks, for all the rest remaining weeks, yeah. I'll be alive until somebody <laughs> actually does something. Yeah. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe maybe yeah. You you educate yourself some more, and then you go on the campaign trail. Hell <laughs> no. Hell no. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Being in a band is tension enough. Yeah. Um. So I, I kind of want to know um, with the these these lyrics that you have with the music that you produce, and and with how long you've sort of been in this industry for for decades now. Yeah. Um, Great industry. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to I kind of want to know where you feel your your place in all of this is now with the messages that you're giving in your lyrics, um, with the shows that you're performing. Uh, what kind of outlet you feel you give to people with these same thoughts and experiences? I'm not really sure. Like, I don't, I, I, I try to not approach it from the perspective, uh, and it's, it's selfish, but, like, I don't try to approach it from the perspective of, like, I am, I'm, yeah. like, I'm, I want people to feel this way, or, like, even, like, I want to be there for the audience, or, like, I want to, like, create something that I think people will like even I just want to do something that I think I that 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 makes me feel truthful and makes me feel honest and stuff um, and so but it's nice because I feel like I, I, I thank you thank you I have a tattoo someone likes it hey <laughs> newsflash um, but like 
but with that in mind, like I, I really feel like our audience or like our community and, and, and all that has been really accepting of, of that part of, of what I do, that it is like I feel comfortable to be able to change how I want to approach music, how I want to approach lyrics. Um, yeah, but like I, I, I feel I feel like I don't know when, when we're playing these shows, everybody seems really happy and seem and I'm really happy to be in that room with everybody. And like whether it's me singing the words into the microphone or people singing it back, it feels like the same thing and it just feels good. So I don't know about my place in like the in the bills or my place in like the scene or anything like that. But like more and more is like the more records that like especially this project has put out like yeah. i feel like we're, we're we're finding people who like they were like oh yeah these are our people and i feel like we can all kind of relate to each other i don't know if that's a good answer or not but I, it's an answer yeah i i think i think it's a fantastic answer hell um, yeah <laughs> another fantastic answer yep crushing Great. it crushing it uh, crushing yeah. this interview <laughs> I, it, it does feel like this is uh, very much an outlet for your thoughts, especially negative. Yeah, especially negative. Sure, sure. In a in a way, it's it's like almost like a conversation with the listener, or at least that's how I interpreted it. Cool. It it's it's a lot of thoughts that very clearly a bunch of a bunch of other people have and resonate with. Um, so I, I don't think it's selfish at all. That, all right. uh, you have this as your outlet, not necessarily the intention to create this big army of like-minded yeah. individuals. Yeah, no, I just want to make some tunes. I just, <laughs> I just want to feel a little better. I just want to, you know, hop on my dumb computer and scream into the microphone a couple yeah. of times. Well, what a, what a, <laughs> what an amazing way to do that, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm lucky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking towards uh, the feeling of being lucky in this position, uh, another line that really sunk in. Um, kind of a new introspective idea that I didn't really see in any of your other albums yeah. was in the last song, Three Summers, where you're talking about another person can starve, as when one person can starve as another one hops into Lyft Plus to JFK yeah. to Europe, uh, talking about how you kind of partake in that and sort of, sort of how you feel about that. I kind of yeah. wanted to get more thoughts on that well that that like particular line uh and the lift plus thing is i've i should have just changed that lyric because that's that supposed to firmly place the listener in like 2018 when like yeah. a big a big lift was called the lift plus before they were all called xls anyway that I, that's just thinking about how like our like i don't know we're we're calling like these luxury SUVs to take us to the airport because it's the biggest car that we could get that could fit all of our gear so we could fly to Europe to play shows and we get to go we get to go do all this stuff and like you know it's it's our work or whatever and it is like exhausting and draining but also it's really fun um, and it's like you know I, I'm like I personally am just like I, I think I think we're all equal and I want to all be treated equal um, but like, how can, but, but, but it, that's hard to parse sometimes with, thank you. They're cheering. Cause I said, we should all be treated equal. Uh, um, uh, it, it, it's hard to parse sometimes with the fact that like, I, you know, whether or not it's for being in a band or not, like I get to go to Europe for free regularly and just walk around Portugal, mm -hmm. um, because I'm in a band 
meanwhile like people don't have food and water mm-hmm. like that's that's an imbalance that sucks and like mm-hmm. you know i don't spend every I, I i don't i don't like spend every waking moment trying to rectify that i don't try to rectify that basically at all i kind of like stay in my path and i do what i can when i can mm-hmm. but um you know what i mean yeah uh and i and in that song in particular which is just kind of like thinking about different f- uh, phases of my musical life and thinking about um, the singer of World Inferno Friendship Society, Jack Terrycloth, who passed away a couple years ago, um, and wondering about like how how he felt about all that because I was they they were a really big inspiration him in particular for me and like seeing that like somebody could be like a true freak could get out there do it and get a bunch of people in a room like feeling good you know what I mean like hi hero uh, <laughs> um, like it, it was I it that that was kind of where that came from was I was thinking about that and I'm like man like what am I doing that's so cool I'm just like using an app to get a ride share to get on a plane that uses a bunch of gasoline you know what I mean yeah. uh it's obviously not how I always feel about it and I feel yeah. very grateful that I get to do it but like I don't know I do regularly think about like there, there's an imbalance here and I'm not doing enough to write it Mm-hmm. You know, I could do it within my own world, and that is really all you can do a lot of the time. But like, you know, out, outside of like the thing that I run, like I can't. I feel like I can't do anything sometimes. You yeah. know, that's that's definitely that's definitely a perspective I see in a lot of people nowadays. Uh, and it was it was very interesting to see sort of your your perspective on it, since like you've got garnered a pretty solid amount of success sure. with your music thank you um, very successful very very, very successful. successful very very successful uh so i wanted to talk also about uh your performances your live music um since you have been in this biz for so long uh seeing sort of clips of your bomb the music industry performances asob performances um there's just a certain energy and charisma that you bring to the genre that a I want. Terrible to learn energy, about. a terrible charisma. Everyone hates it. <laughs> Everyone hates no it. No one wants to learn about it. No. I'm really weird for wanting to. <laughs> yeah. Um, What's your problem, Adrian? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I wanted to know, uh, especially with how catchy this new album is, I wanted to know if the sort of live sound or thought of playing this music live plays in any role into how you produce your music or sort of pace it out? Um, on this one, a little bit. On this one, I really was trying to think about, like, when me, Mike, Dan, Kevin, and John play together, uh, what will we be playing? Can we just, can we, like, we always track our, lecker, our, our records, our records live, um, and, uh, you know, then there's a bunch of overdubs that go into it and everything, and, like, no Dream was pretty, like, synthy and pretty, like, I don't know if you could even tell, but it's, like, a lot of fuzzy, thick synths and, like, like, like hazy stuff. Um, in this one, I was really trying to think about, like, well, how, like, what's, like, a big sound we could get by five of us playing together? Um, and it's cool, and it, and it, and it allotted for, for a bit of space, for a lot more space and stuff in the arrangements, and, um... I didn't really think about how it would go over live or even how it would feel to play live. I was just like, what would be what would be something that we could pull off live in the room that like we don't have to add that much on to later? Yeah. Um, and uh, it's been fun to play it live uh, just because the pace is a lot different and it gives us it like, I don't know, it's just, it's fun to like play some groovers every now and then. Yeah. And then also like 
like the ripping ones, like things like, like sounds like future is dumb and head are just like yeah. really, really, really fun to like when they, when they open up a cut loose, it feels very like satisfying mm-hmm. playing it and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, th- those were the exact two songs I was thinking <laughs> about talking about like listening to them for the first time being like, Oh, people are going to, cheer this the 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 chorus to this they song. all stop what they're doing and start cheering yeah <laughs> bravo <laughs> uh yeah and i wanted to know uh whenever you do perform um and in your career performing uh what do you what do you kind of find important in giving a good live performance a good concert experience be it with your music seeing other people live something that you appreciate in concert experiences i think just not being i I think not being bored is already a really low bar and i feel like many bands just don't have it in them to do that and i'm like really you could have just like not seem uninterested uh but uh i think like the bands that i always find myself drawn to are bands that have like have fun and like seem to enjoy playing music with each other um and not necessarily in like a like hey everybody do like the like wave your arms around or like march in place or whatever <laughs> i don't know like not 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 like you know like that kind of thing but just like bands that like you see like i remember every time i've seen the weaker thens uh like they're having such a good time and i think about their music and that like that was not what i expected the first time i saw them that like john yeah. k sam's would be kind of like mouthing off about stuff and they'd all just be goofing of like this is great and like yeah. i like that's the kind of thing i like to see when i go to shows and uh i think that's just kind of like how how we like to play together when we practice so it's mm-hmm. like how we like to play together on stage you know i think uh there might be some sort of uh I do like run around a lot. I sweat a lot. I jump a lot, but that's just yeah. how I play. That isn't like any sort of like, I want to, I want to like, I want to like do a thing or anything or like, I'm, I'm going to give these people a show or anything yeah. like that. Like, that's just like, I try, I try so hard to stand still. <laughs> and like, I, I just can't like this, like at these practices for this tour, like, especially it's like, all right, I'm going to try and do it. And then like first show, it's just like, yeah, that's all out the window. I'm yeah. still just like moving around to stuff. You gotta, gotta have your tour manager chain your leg to the, to yeah, the stage yeah, or basically. something. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, that's, that's crazy to think that like you're trying to sit still. <laughs> I saw you, I saw you, uh, at cat's cradle a couple years ago yeah. after, uh, no dream and Scott dream released. Yeah. And you were like, on the rafters, oh, yeah. like against the walls. Well, I, I've never seen someone do this. I gotta this go somewhere. I used, I used to like. I mean, that's a part of the set that like I, I used to really like getting in the crowd and everybody yeah. like singing together and stuff, and it feels really good. But like now, I don't know. I get like, and especially like right now because there's a freaking like spike in COVID. It's like okay, I could if I get in the crowd. What ha- like what happens if like now cool I got COVID we got to cancel like five days of our tour seven days of our tour because we don't want to like spread stuff and I know like whatever we don't want to talk about it anymore or whatever but it's still like a legitimate concern like if you're doing our job that like you cannot get it because yeah. like it messes up a week of your life and then 
you can't really get it back. You have to find somewhere else to do it. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, all because like I was like, oh, I want to stage dive today. Like, uh, it feels like the risk reward just isn't quite there yet. Anyway, so I'm just like, what is a cool thing I could? What is something else I could do that feels good? And I'd end up on the rafters playing a saxophone or whatever. Yeah, that was that was an incredible way to do it because. I've gone to a lot of shows here, and I've never seen anyone oh, do, really? doing that. People should be up there all the time. They yeah. stacked a bunch of chairs up there today, so I don't know if I could. I don't know if I'll be able to make it up there. They remembered. I you. want to. Yeah, they remember. Like, let's get this guy out of this here. This guy needs to stay on the stage. Yeah, get the tour manager to shackle him to the <laughs> stage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also wanted to know uh, in your career, is there a performance that you have done, uh, be it through? Uh, your current project, Bomb the Music Industry, or any other project that you've been a part of, is there any performance that specifically stands out to you in terms of where like you're really feeling in the zone, your band's really feeling in the I zone? I wouldn't say that, but I would say the performance that stands out to me was when Bomb the Music Industry was on tour with Big D and the Kids Table and Suburban Legends and Less Than Jake, and no one, at, everyone at the shows hated us. Uh, and so at one of the shows... We, we came out to Bulls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine. Uh, but then when it kicked in, we just played the entire song. And then we played our set uh, in order from slowest to fastest or from fastest to slowest. Yeah. Uh, and no one liked it. No, but that, <laughs> no one liked it? Everyone was like, what are, why, why are... Th- they, I, they weren't even like why they were just standing there bummed that, that performance is one that's that, that i remember a lot <laughs> these, these hooligans what are they doing what are they doing playing slow to fast you can't do that you can't do that you play your best songs and leave yeah you play it in an order that gives me a good feeling not this <laughs> weird like ramp up or maybe it was a ramp down i bet it was fast to slow that seems more like what we would do a ramp down just like ugh. <laughs> dropping the frogs in boiling water and yeah turning it down yeah yeah uh another thing that i find really interesting especially about your recent performances and tours is your selection of like or at least the people who go on tour with you like mm-hmm. the openers uh like slaughter beach dog has a very different sound from you yeah but seeing them easy perform, going yeah <laughs> really nice a little a little romantic at yeah. times wow uh but seeing them perform with you was was really interesting because uh hearing them i would have never expected like oh they'll tour with jeff rosenstock sure um so i kind of wanted to know what draws you to touring with these artists or they just Ones you really like, really respect. Yeah, um, I mean th- them particularly. Like they're friends, they're they're homies, and yeah. I was stoked that they wanted to tour with us. Like I don't really, I really don't think about like what bands do, like would fit in our wheelhouse musically. I probably tend to feel the opposite of that because yeah. I, I I like shows that have different kinds of bands playing. But it's just like, you know, we tour bands that I like. We tour with bands that we're friends with. Just kind of usual usual kind of thing yeah Sla- and slaughter beach dog said yeah to that one we're like sick hell yeah yeah i mean even even this tour sydney sydney yeah. gish I'm, yeah I'm a, I'm a big gish fan a bit of a gish head uh, it's, it, it, it's a it's a cool night it's cool yeah. sydney playing before us is, is fun gets us in a good space yeah no it's it's amazing to have a concert planned out like that uh like there was a tour last year i think with yeah. jpeg mafia snail mail i saw that style yeah I saw that and show. I was like, "That's a that's a lineup. A loaded that's sick. lineup. It's just cool. Yeah, that's it's like amazing. that's what I want to see. 
it's it's cr- <laughs> it's also crazy seeing like the indie crowd with the punk crowd with the hip hop crowd like, like the hardcore yeah yeah no it's 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 an amazing atmosphere uh and i'm, I'm sure we'll be seeing that tonight yeah i hope Cash so Cradle. i hope so music yeah. is fun i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh that kind of wraps it up right. for uh what i wanted to get from you great uh, cool this is, this thanks for talking to me yeah. well thank you for letting me talk to you for sure um yeah, incredible album. Thanks, Adrian. Uh, Thank you. And I'm prepped for an incredible performance. I hope we do uh, okay. Incredible openers. Today will be the one. We'll do okay. <laughs> Today will be the one. <laughs> Please let it be the one. Please let it be the one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there anything you want to say to anyone listening? I don't want to say Any anything to anyone. Messages? No. Yeah. I don't know. Be yeah. nice. Be nice to be nice to people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. That's a good <laughs> closing message. Except for him. He doesn't want to be nice to you at all. No, I, I, I want to <laughs> be nice. I never said that. <laughs> I'm I just selfish. <laughs> you know, I just want to be selfish and nice. Is that too much to ask? No, not at all. Not Come at on, all. I'm the main character. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got to live like. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Cool. Well, Thank you. We'll be going back to your regularly scheduled music. Hope you've enjoyed this exclusive Jeff Rosenstock interview and hope you have a great day. This is your Radio Bard. Again, you are listening to WKNC 88.1 HD1 Raleigh.